Hello, and welcome to the Zero to Hired podcast, the show that helps struggling job seekers find a career that's right for you. In every episode, we have one mission, to provide you with unique tips and strategies from leading industry experts that will get you in front of hiring managers. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Zero to Hired podcast. With us this week is Fazina Hanif. She's the mind behind the Conscious Communicator. She's a certified professional coach, a communications expert, consultant, and speaker based in the Toronto area. Fazina helps people and businesses turn the traditional way they look at communication upside down and show them how to build a rock-solid foundation for an excellent communication from the inside out. Welcome to the show, Fazina. Thank you, John. We're, we're, we're excited. Communication is such an important part of the interview process. So I'm really happy that we, we have you on the show because this is, I think, one of the areas where a lot of interviewees and candidates really have difficulty. So it's going to be great that you're going to share some really good insight and information with all of us. I'm glad to be here. And you are right. Communication is such an important part of the interview process. So I'm happy to share what I can to, to help everyone uh, improve their communication skills. So this is great. So tell us a little bit about your backstory and what led you to do this type of work. Well, my backstory, um, in terms of communication, I've loved communication since I was a kid. Uh, you know, people are talking about becoming doctors and astronauts and so forth. And um, I knew pretty early on that uh, I wanted a career in communications, go figure. Uh, so, you know what, I, I, I took that route in education and I have a degree in uh, communications and economics and a postgrad. Um, in corporate communications, and and then uh, I started doing uh, work for private sector uh, business um, even before I finished high school uh, mm-hmm. related to communication, and and then um, parlayed all of my education and experience into a ten-year career with the public sector as a communication specialist. Um, and then I ended up leaving that in 2015 uh, because I just didn't feel fulfilled by the job, not by communication. I just felt like there was something more to that. So um, I became a certified professional coach and combined my coaching passion with my communications passion to start the Conscious Communicator. Excellent. Wow. It, it, it's kind of interesting. And, and, you know, the one thing we talk about at Zero to Hired is your career, regardless of where you start, doesn't always mean it's where you're going to end up. So it's nice to see that progression and, you know, how you're able to work your way through, but still keeping that core passion for communication throughout the entire process. So in terms of communication, why is it important for the interview process? We, you know, we know that, you know, talking and getting your ideas across, but what are some of the specifics around communication, you know, that could really help candidates in the interview process? Yeah. So, I mean, the entire interview process is communication. Um, uh, you know, it <laughs> it's really true. Is. Yeah, yes, totally. Um, you know, so how we respond to the questions, um, how, you know, we convey how well we are suited for the position uh, that we're interviewing for um, is all a process of communication. Um, listening to what specifically is being asked and then answer specifically to that um, clearly and confidently um, is really, really important. Um, you know, it's, it's also more than more than words um, in terms of how we're communicating in that interview because, you know, it's, it's not just about the verbal piece of communication. It's also about the nonverbal, so our body language and um, our voice and, and how that comes across. 
um, is, is a really important part of, of how well we're going to connect with the people that are interviewing us. Okay. So, the, so this is good. So you talked about two different pieces. So there's a verbal piece of communication and then the nonverbal. So yes. let's, let's focus in on how would somebody prepare themselves for the verbal piece? How, you know, how could they get ready? How could they make sure that they're their most confident self when it comes to the verbal piece of communication? Yeah, so the verbal piece of communication, um, there are a few things that um, I like to emphasize. So first of all, you really want to know your subject. Uh, so when you're going into the interview, you really want to understand the role that you're interviewing for, uh, the organization, um, and your experience and how you would fulfill that role. Um, when, you, when you know all of those things, you can really come across um, uh, confidently and clearly in an interview. Um, and also in the process of preparing for that, um, you want to know who your audience is. So um, you want to know the company, you want to know who's interviewing you, and um, you want to craft responses that, that will um, connect with those people. So what I tell people is, you know, once you know your subject, you know your audience, and you, you create those responses, then you want to practice, usually with someone, um, you know, um, not so much that you're going to come across rehearsed, um, but enough that you feel confident going into that interview that you've got um, uh, the, the main points covered for yourself, whether you're talking about yourself or the role or the organization um, that you've, you've practiced and you feel good about it. So, so this is good. So you're, you're perfectly aligned with the type of things that we talk about here at Zero to Hired. And, you know, we... You're perfectly aligned with the things that we talk about here at Zero to Hired in terms of preparation and getting ready. Um, so in terms of rehearsing, and I know, you know, the one thing we recommend to people is that you find a friend or, or find somebody that's in within your circle that you could... Uh, take an interview question and, and practice your interview responses. So is there anything specific that you would recommend to, to either one of your clients or to somebody who's going through that process? You know, what specifically can they do? So they, like you said, they don't sound rehearsed. They sound natural and authentic. Yeah. So the, the one thing that I, I, I like to, um, to point out is that um, we tend to become or sound rehearsed because we, we get stuck in our heads um, mm -hmm. and we're, we become afraid of, you know, what are people thinking of us and, you know, how am I coming across? So when we're connecting with someone and practicing beforehand, whether it's a friend or a colleague or whomever that might be, you also want to spend time checking in with yourself about how you feel about the interview. So what emotions are coming up? Um, what's your intention for the interview and what fears are coming up? because those things are also really important in terms of how you're going to come across. Um, it, those, our emotions, our intention, our fears also come across in the words that we use um, and also in our body language. So if we're not feeling really comfortable, uh, confident about ourselves, um, that's going to come across in um, the volume of our voice or um, how we present our bodies during that interview. So, um, not only do we want to think about the words that we're putting together for the responses, we also want to think about how we're feeling internally um, when we're practicing for that interview. Okay. So essentially you're, and, and, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's, it sounds like mindset going into the room on really how to bring out the most confident self. So 
in terms of preparation to bring that most confident self into the room, so turning off the noise and, you know, turning off the distractions and, you know, it could be that you, you didn't make or you, you weren't successful in a previous interview and you're bringing that into your current one. You know, what are some of the things you could do to, to mentally prepare yourself so you can be an effective communicator in, the, in that space and in that room with the, with the hiring manager, recruiter or a organization that you're interviewing for? Yeah, so um, one of the important things I tell people is um, talk to someone trusted about it. Mm -hmm. um, so if that's a friend, um, you know, talk to them about it. I think a lot of times we suffer in silence um, when, you know, something's bothering us um, or we have a belief about ourselves that, you know, maybe we don't really want to talk about. But when we put it out there and we talk to someone about it, we actually um, start to uh, take our power back from mm -hmm. that fear um, or that limiting belief. So um, the number one thing I say is, is talk to someone about it, whether it's a friend or, you know, if you want to take it a step further um, and, and, and get coached on it, that's another effective way because, um, you know, that coach will, will help you to, to get past um, whatever the, uh, the, the mindset is so that you're in a much better place um, to have a successful interview. Yeah. No, no, that's good. And, you know, you're right on with, you know, preparation and then connecting with somebody to share whatever feels or anxieties you're feeling, get them out ahead of time. And then you show up and you're just in the space and you're in the moment and you're just in that conversation with that person. Yeah. So, so that's great for verbal. So in terms of physical, because I know body language, I, I don't know what the actual number is now. It's between 50 and 97% is body language that kind of speaks communication wise. Um, in terms of how do you, you know, prepare yourself for the, ver the, uh, the physical part of the conversation, the, the visual part, I mean, so, you know, the body language piece. That's what I meant to say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm like, wow, it's okay. So the, the body language piece, how do you properly, you know, prepare yourself for that? Because I think when you do rehearsals with people, you don't necessarily look at yourself and, you know, the way you're reacting to the way you speak. So, so what are some of the tips and insights you can give us around that? Yeah, so um, actually, the, the thing with body language is, you know, we're doing it so naturally, we don't even realize what we're doing in certain situations. Um, so you want to get more conscious about your body language just on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, start to understand, look at um, how your body reacts to different situations. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when you're in a conversation with, you know, a parent or, you know, a spouse or whomever it might be, start to pay attention to how your, your voice is going up and down and, or how you might have, uh, how your arms might be folded or they might be open or, you know, you might have a bend in your leg or something like that. Um, so, you know, body language is an interesting thing because, you know, it is it's something we unconsciously do, but the more you start to think about it and, and just observe yourself um, in day-to-day -day interactions, um, that's a really big way of, of, of understanding what you're communicating with your body. Um, and it'll help you to understand how you're, you're going to be showing up in the interview as well. Okay. Yeah. So the, just the other thing that I, I would say is, especially with a, a situation which is high pressure um, or, you know, where your nerves might be going uh, and you have an opportunity to be in, in a situation like that before your interview, um, it'd be great to understand um, what your body's doing in those situations because it'll it'll give you a heads up about how you might come across an interview, which would be another sort of high stakes situation. Yeah, no, definitely. And I know, you know, Anthony Robbins is one of these people that talks about uh, your your physiology is connected to your psychology and whatever shows up 
uh, mental or what you're thinking mentally will show up physically. So you got to be really conscious about that. So would you recommend maybe looking in a mirror as you're practicing and, and going through some of your questions, you know, like what could you do to, to find specifics or even having your, I guess, having a friend giving you feedback on how you look across the table, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a friend would be great. A mirror would be great. Um, we also live in the age of uh, cell phones and um, yes. cameras oh, on our on our, on our laptop. So, you know, you could set one of those up. Um, even if you didn't want to look at yourself and you just wanted to hear your, your voice, you could um, you could just use the voice recorder on your phone mm -hmm. um, and play that back and just listen to how you sound. Um, and it'll give you hints for where you might want to um, practice um, or, or work on your responses. Yeah, no, those are great tips, especially the, the, the cell phone piece. We, we forget that we have this mega computer in our pockets that we yes. could use pretty much for everything. Yeah, and it, it's a great point to just even record your responses so you can see what your facial expressions are as you're saying things. Because it, you know, it, it, it says a lot when your facial expressions are completely tied to the language that you're using in your responses. And you look more credible when everything's in sync. Yes. Alignment. Alignment yeah. is key. Yes. Yeah. Cause so you can almost tell when somebody's lying because what they're saying and what they're showing are two different things, right? Definitely. And these are, t and these are telltale signs that you're not being authentic. You're not being genuine. And in my case, and what I've done in the past is I was doing these interviews, I would dig into those people <laughs> until, right. until the point where they couldn't respond anymore because there was no more lie left, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So always be, you know, be honest, be genuine, and be sincere. And whatever you're feeling should, you know, it'll express and come through as you're saying things. So what, what are some other suggestions in terms of preparation that a candidate could do? Because uh, I know communications A is in the interview, but there's also the lead up to the interview as they're going through and you know, they're, they're putting in their applications, they're waiting for phone calls. Cause a lot of it, and, and from what we hear from our candidates, a lot of interviews happen over the phone today. So what would be some tips or recommendations around that? Uh, in terms of over the phone, mm -hmm. over the phone or even over video and Skype. Cause I know that's a pretty popular thing today, especially a lot of our, a lot of our, our clients are overseas and, you know, when they have that first initial conversation with a recruiter or a manager, it's usually done over a phone or a Skype session. So what would be some of your recommendations there? Yeah. So, um, again, you, you're going to want to do research and, and really uh, kind of master your subject. Mm -hmm. um, so know about the organization, know about the people that you're, you're going to be connecting with. Um, make sure that you feel comfortable, um, you know, having that, that conversation on the phone or on Skype. So. Um, you know, for, for a lot of people, um, depending on when was the last time you were looking for a job, um, you know, you, you, you may not have done um, one of those, you know, phone screens or uh, a pre-interview on, on Skype. So um, if you're not used to that, you, you want to get on that and, um, and do some practicing as well. Um, so you know how you're showing up, especially because we don't necessarily know sometimes where to look. Um, when we're on, on Skype. Yeah, I was, I, I was just going to ask you about that. So where is the ideal place to look? Um, you know, I, I feel that it's, 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 you want to you wanna know where the camera is. <laughs> yeah. You want to make that eye contact, right? If you're not looking, if you're not looking at, the, um, at the person through, through wherever the camera is, um, it, it looks like you're not really interested. Mm. Um, and it could just be that you just don't know where to look. So you want to make sure that you're practicing that before. 
Um, and again, like uh, going back to recording that um, is another great way to, to, to hear and see how you're, how you're looking. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's a really valid point. I, you know, sometimes what I've seen and what I've heard, or even sometimes what I do is, when I'm doing the speaking, I look directly at the camera, not at the screen, yes. and this way it looks like I'm having that authentic connection eye to eye with the person versus because your eyes always look downwards when you're on a screen, and if you're looking at the screen, it's it's just below where the camera is, and it's not. Uh, you're not making that visual connection, but looking at the camera, the person sees you directly. So yes, yeah, no, that's great. Um, in terms of follow up and other communication, so you know the the, the pre interview process where you're doing that initial screen and that initial call, um, you go through the interview, and then once you get out of the interview, from a communication standpoint, what are some of the things that would be effective? for, you know, follow up and connecting with either the recruiter or the higher manager? Is there any rules around, you know, when you should communicate, when you shouldn't communicate? What would be some of your suggestions there? Yeah, so um, you don't want to wait too long after that interview to, to get back um, and express your gratitude for having that interview. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, one of the things that we didn't talk about in the interview process, but really make sure that you listened. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. To, yeah, to listen to... Um, you know, what the, the interviewers um, um, may have been uh, telling you about the organization. Um, and you'll want to make sure that you tie back to, to those things because they're going to be telling you what's really important in that interview. And you're going to want to make sure that when you are thanking them, um, that you're tying back to whatever those needs are that you have conveyed um, in that interview. And also how you, um, as, as the candidate, can really... Um, um, measure up to that. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if, if people have heard of what's in it for me. Um, what's in it for me? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. WIFM um, uh, is the, uh, the acronym W-I-I-F-M. Um, you're going to want to follow that um, in your thank you and make sure that you're speaking to um, the organization and role um, and how, you know, reiterate again how you're going to be uh, a great fit for that organization and that role. Yeah, no, great tips. So actually, and I want to dig in just a little bit deeper because, you know, people, you know, they're constantly saying, well, you should listen, you should listen. So are there any specific things that I should be listening for to be a more active listener? Um, listening for, so it's interesting because we're going to go back to verbal and non-verbals. Okay. Um, when you're listening, you're not just listening for the words, but you're also observing the body language, um, and listening to the tone of voice that your interviewers are, are, are demonstrating as well, because, um, in that you're, you're also going to see if they're, they're comfortable with your responses or, you know, maybe they have a facial expression that's demonstrating that they need a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, so listening doesn't just happen through the words that you're hearing, but also what you're seeing and observing in their um, verbal, uh, their non-verbals as well. So this is good. So and I want to and I want to dig in here because I, I could see, um, you know, and I put and one of the things we try to do is we try to put ourselves in the shoes of the candidate. And I'm I'm sitting across the table and I'm doing an interview, which I think I'm providing some really good responses, but I'm not seeing the responses on the person that maybe is positive or, or could be as positive. Uh, and, you know, from my perspective, that could make me really nervous, right? Like you think about it, it's like, oh, I don't know if they really like what I'm saying or I'm not saying. 
so what should I continue doing or what should I stop doing so I could maybe get or elicit a different type of response from the person across the table? Well, you know what, the other thing is you really can't, uh, you, you don't know what's going on in, in those, in their heads, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you can't get too bothered about that because okay. um, you only have control over yourself. Um, but, you know, if, if, it's, if it's necessary and you need to ask whether they need more information on a certain question or not, there's nothing wrong with that. But at yeah. the end of the day, don't get too caught up in, um, in whether, you know, you're passing the grade or not, um, because that's just going to be feeding your fears and will um, end up um, disrupting your flow um, and your confidence in, in answering the questions that are coming at you. Yeah, excellent. I, I really liked how you touched on, you know, do you need a, a more clarification or, you know, was that suffice or do you need more? It, it's nice to, because that kind of leads on to like more conversation. It shows that you're attentive in the room as well. Because yes. now you're, you're really looking for those cues without getting nervous and thinking, well, they might not like me or they like me. If, you, if you're doing the preparation and you're doing the work ahead of time, you're doing the rehearsals ahead of time, you know how you're going to come across. And it's nice that you can just go in. And I don't think it's, it's disruptive at all to say, hey, you know, it looks like you, you're, you might need a little bit more information. Is there something else that you would like to know? Yes. And this way, you're also creating a two-way converse, a two-way conversation with that person as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and so that's this is great. So you you got to do your research. You got to do your preparation. Uh, you got to do your rehearsals. You got to go in with the right mindset. As as a candidate, you know, if there's one big final piece of advice that you would give to anybody out there in terms of, you know, really nailing the communication piece of an interview, you know, what's that one thing, you know, you, you're giving us great, great information throughout Fazina. It, it would be, you know, give me that one thing that I could take away and implement right now. Yeah, I, um, I can't um, overemphasize enough the, the, um, the importance of the mindset. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think in society in general, we spend so much time on words and preparing for words. Um, and, you know, putting together the most sophisticated ones, um, but we don't spend enough time making sure that we ourselves are aligned with those words and that we actually sound like we believe what we're saying. Mm -hmm. um, so you really want to spend time on, um, on making sure you're in, in the best mindset so that when you're, when you're delivering your responses, you're coming across as confident, articulate, um, and as a powerful communicator. Um, and, you know, even if, if, if you don't feel that you are, then uh, doing some work on, on getting yourself into a space where you are aligned, because that's going to be powerful for you. And that's going to get you get you the role that you want. Wow. That's a great tip. And, you know, we forget that there needs to be an alignment with what we're thinking and what we're saying and how it's coming across, because if the two are connected, then you're going to come across you know, very confident and very strong. And it's actually going to make you stand out from other candidates because, you know, what you're saying, you totally believe. And that's what comes across. And that's the type of person I know personally that I want to hire, even if you don't have a hundred percent of the experience that I'm looking for, if you're genuine, you're real and you're authentic and, and you're going to come to work every day with this passion because you're fully in tune with, you know, what you're saying and what you're doing, you know, that's going to show up every single day at work. And, and that's, yeah, that's a great tip. Absolutely. Great tip. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, thank you. So Fuzina, if people want to learn more about you and if they want to get more information around, 
you know, your communication and you talked about communication coaching as well, you know, where can they find this information? You know, do you have anything that's coming up? It would be great to share that with our audience. Yeah, um, you can check me out on my website. Uh, it's uh, www.theconsciouscommunicator.ca. Um, I've got a list of events there that gets updated um, every so often when we have something new going on. Um, you know, there I, I might be uh, running a workshop. Um, I just did one on powerful presentation, so I might have another one uh, coming up soon. Um, I also have a blog there where I get into... Um, the components of communication, verbal to nonverbal, but also um, things like how emotions, values, intentions, preferences, and fears and limiting beliefs um, feed our communication. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, there's some valuable resources there for you uh, for you to dig in um, and learn more about yourself as a communicator and, and how you can uh, work on that so you can become the type of communicator you want to be. That's excellent. Thank you. So are your, and just a quick question, your workshops and presentations, are they locally in Toronto or are they online webinars? Uh, they are currently um, in person in Toronto, uh, but I'm looking at doing some webinars soon and the information will be on the website. Excellent. Okay, great. So I'll make sure that I include your website link in the show notes. Uh, so people can connect with you there if they wanted awesome. to connect you. And one of the things we suggest for all of our people is to connect with other people through social. So would yes. it be okay if they connected with you via LinkedIn? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, please. good. Yeah. So I'll include your LinkedIn profile as well. Uh, just so people can get uh, to know you there. And it, I, I find it's a great place to socialize and just learn about people's stories as well through LinkedIn. So definitely, you never know who in my network can help, you know, somebody in my network that I know might be able to help you in the future. And, Absolutely. If, we, and if we have that connection, then. It's a power of connection. Yeah, it puts you further ahead. So Fazina, thank you again for taking the time to chat with us and to share your insights around communication. I know there's some really good notes that I took for myself, you know, just, you know, in terms of paying attention and listening and active listening, but not getting too much into my head where, you know, I, I should be concerned about the other person, but pay attention enough to say, hey, you know, maybe you need a little bit more information here. You know, what can, yeah. let's start that conversation. So thank you for your time and, and thank you for your insights and uh, I'll make sure I include it in the show notes. Thank you so much, John. It was a pleasure to be part of the podcast. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast with Fazina, our communication specialist, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Zero to Hired podcast. Make sure you check out our website, www.zerotohired.com and download your free resume template that's proven to get results, complete with examples and guidelines. Make sure you tune in as we interview leading industry experts who provide tips and strategies to help you get the career that's right for you.